Hi everyone, uh, welcome to another uh, Tribe podcast um, in the run-up to peak 2020. Um, Tribe, as you may or may not know, are uh, digital performance experts uh, helping making digital journeys faster and error-free. And today we are joined by Sophie Wilson from Astound Commerce. Hi, Sophie. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Maybe if you want to give us a, a brief overview of your good self and Astound Commerce. Sure. So I'll start with Astound. Um, Astound is a global digital agency. Um, we connect businesses and brands through best practice experiences. Um, I've been here for the past year as a digital consultant. And broadly speaking, we help clients with um, practical recommendations, uh, whether from a granular trading perspective, looking at their data, uh, through to investing in third parties to really feature-proof their business. So yeah, Sophie, we've we've been running a, a series of these. This is our fifth fifth in our series, coming into uh, what is clearly going to be uh, a, a very different peak, given the year we've we've all gone through. Um, so just a few questions around that to get astounds uh, insights and perspectives. Um, so yeah, as I alluded to clearly, we're now in lockdown 2.0, um, everyone's in it together. Um, it's going to give, you know, peak, the traditional peak um, of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, uh, a very different feel from a, a commerce viewpoint um, with everything being almost fully digital. Um, in terms of client behaviour, what differences do you see uh, this time around? Definitely. So this year has really been a kind of practice run um, where digital models have really been tested. Um, for example, a lot of our clients have seen sustained peak levels of traffic and revenue throughout the year. Um, so the wider e-commerce teams, you know, end to end should be equipped to really anticipate all of those what if scenarios. Um, however, with Q4, there's obviously extra pressure to play catch up on the lost uh, lost sales for the year and hit those end of year targets. And of course, the recent store closures, um, there's extra pressure to um, play catch up. Um, I would expect the shape of demand to be different with this lockdown. So first time around, we really saw a spike from zero to 100, it came out of nowhere. Um, however, this time around, we're likely to see this kind of peak on top of peak. Um, there, there may also be a fear for potential delivery delays from um, customers. So perhaps the shape might be more front-ended rather than a last-minute surge. Um, also, I think with, you know, depending on stock position in the warehouse, markdown strategy is going to be potentially a lot more aggressive, more people taking part in Black Friday. So the warehouse should expect, you know, more more units, more transactions. Um, so essentially, yeah, expect nothing less than huge volume, I would say. <laughs> yeah, expect absolute carnage. Um, yeah, and I think that's an interesting point on the on the fulfillment side in the warehousing um, with that that surge in demand and, and shift the need to shift stock. You've got to be able to shift it as well, um, and fulfill, fulfillment is key because that's part of the customer journey, right? And if, if they don't, if they can't fulfill in time, then um, it's going to cause massive, massive brand problems. Um, so they've got to be thinking about the whole piece. Um, I mean, we a lot of the conversations we were having with our customers um, were, were already in peak effectively. Um, Black Friday is only two, two weeks away tomorrow, uh, as we record this. Um, so 
we're speaking with them a lot about um, the ability to scale quickly. Um, some have done preparation, you know, lockdown, lockdown one, they had to kind of plan for worst case scenarios to an extent. Others maybe haven't done such comprehensive planning and they're the ones that are having to, you know, as I say, scale technology quickly um, to, to handle what, what's coming. Um, from a trading point of view, what, what do you see businesses could do to positively impact sales coming into this period? Trading teams normally plan for peak, you know, in the summer months. Um, however, that kind of planning process has been turned off on its head. Um, at this stage, it's probably too late to invest in technology. Um, some of our clients did accelerate that investment, but now um, it's time to really invest in business processes and people and just working quickly. So looking at your traditional ways of working and planning, you know, ignore that. Don't necessarily stick to a vigilant um, content calendar and, you know, your email send outs. Don't forecast sales and preempt anything. There needs to be a lot less time planning, a lot more time testing and learning and capturing that as well. Um, so essentially day-to-day -day agility, uh, working faster, making, making the right decisions and also looking at the data insight to really dictate those decisions. Yeah, that's um, that's been a really common theme of these um, these podcasts as as you know looking at and using that data, the data that you do have, data from last year's Black Friday, data from lockdown one, data from you know consumer behaviour and your projections. You, you've got to use that to inform those decisions. Um, we completely agree. Um, we've been talking about for some time, even even pre pandemic, we were talking with our um, our client base around uh, trying to help them steer to a new way of thinking um, and around something we call permapeak, um, that the constant demand, there, there, there can always be something that causes a surge. It could be Black Friday we know about, but then you have unprecedented events like um, like a global pandemic, uh, a lockdown, um, you know, influencers, social influencers that um, can have a massive impact on, um, on the amount of traffic that comes to a site. Um, and just try to help them ensure that they're always ready for those demands. <clears throat> With that in mind, what's um, what's your view on that type of consumer behaviour? And do you think the peak that we're going to see now will continue beyond uh, with high digital engagement into January and traditional sales and that kind of thing? I would expect so. And obviously, there's a lot of unknowns with regards to store um, stores reopening, but online will be preferential for a while um, post pandemic and beyond. I think. The longer the shops are closed, the more opportunity there is to convert new customers to, you know, how, how easy online shopping is if you have a compelling online proposition. Um, so, yeah, the more habitual online shopping becomes and you're converting, you know, new, new engaging um, emerging segments of customers. So in terms of, you know, trading, you know, day to day trading team shouldn't be complacent. I think it's it's so important to keep on top of uh, monitoring the data, the shopping behavior throughout the year so they can adapt to these new customers and focus on retention efforts to sustain that that peak, that perma peak you were saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. It's the balance between the, you know, because they've got all their existing customers and the existing demographic and all these new customers that are, you know, they were digitally unaware, they weren't, they weren't shopping online at all. And it's, um, it's working out what works for both, both sets. 
Um, and I guess with that surge in traffic that's that's coming, um, and you, you alluded to this already, I think around the, the question mark over shops reopening and how they can do that. Um, what is the knock-on effect, you know, of this um, this peak that we're going to see online um, when we do come out of lockdown, which it seems Boris is adamant is going to happen on the second of December and no later. Um, you know, what provisions do businesses need to make, do you think, um, to maintain sales online and in store and, and what other stuff do they have to consider? When I when I was on the, the client side and worked for various retailers, often online will not compete with the stores, but they're, they're focused on their own separate agendas and their own separate um, marketing strategies and budgets. And actually, Omnichannel's never been more pressing and important to serve the customer and their expectations are a lot higher. Um, it's really important to provide a kind of integrated personal experience at every touch point and channel um, and making it consistent for them. Um, so things like you know, delivery options, we've seen people, uh, our clients really accelerate getting, you know, click and collect, reserve and collect, all of these different options, um, other considerations around having you know, real-time uh, stock view, a unified pull of stock. Uh, lifetime view of the customer to really understand what you know who who is shopping at their brand it's really important yeah absolutely and uh, and making it seamless end to end right right from the first time they engage with that brand all the way through to um, the you know checkout fulfillment returns looking after the customer the customer journey is um, absolutely absolutely king um we've I think we've talked a lot about peak, but obviously uh, also a little bit into the, the longer term. So I'm going to ask you for two takeaways, um, if that's all right with you. Um, takeaway one, what would be your, your number one takeaway for businesses to do pre-Black Friday? So again, at this stage, I'd say plan for every worst case scenario and invest in resource. Um, so from customer care to operations to warehouse resource and shifts, um, you know, the wider e-com team and yeah that preparation can be as granular to making sure your FAQs are matching up to what what any kind of worst case scenario could be to having holding pages um that kind of thing so preparation is is the takeaway for that one I'd say yeah we would absolutely echo that prepare for the worst case scenario and I'll set yourself up to succeed that's the that's the ultimate yeah and then on the longer term front looking a little bit into the future what would be your um your number one takeaway for businesses for q1 next year when we come out of out of peak etc i'd say q1 is a time for businesses to realign and reforecast so that the, the kind of takeaway for that period is to really look back on the year look at your data and highlight friction points in the journey um, that should inform your investment in technologies which can future proof online um, so the takeaway would be to lead with the data um, and, you know, what the lessons learned essentially um, to dictate the future investment in new technologies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a really different planning session in January, isn't it? Really interesting insight, Sophie. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank See you, you again soon.